For more information on this topic or on the subject of disciple making in general, look us up online at browndegreen.org or send us an email directly at podcast at browndegreen.org. Thanks for listening. You're listening to The Great Awakening, a disciple making podcast brought to you by Brown to Green on the Stream Grace Network. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of The Great Awakening. Um, thanks for listening today. I am Lori. And I'm Lauren. And hey, like or subscribe um, on a whatever platform you're listening to. And, and even better than that, share our link on your social media page, whichever one you use. If you're old like me, then you use Facebook. If you're not, then probably you use Snapchat or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Uh, it's, there's probably something else now. And there might be, and I don't even know if you can share links on Snapchat. I, I don't know. I don't know, if, I don't know <laughs> if that's even a possibility. That's just how old you really are. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, don't, I don't even have, I don't, I've never used Snapchat. Um, so if you want to find out more about us and who we are, you can go to our website, which is www.browntogreen.org. You can also find us on Facebook because, again, we're um, older. Uh, maybe Speak not old, but older. <laughs> we're not teen. We're not teenagers. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways, our Facebook page is Brown to Green Disciple Making. So uh, today, our guest is our good friend Bobby Holbrook. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you. We're excited to have you here. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Doing really well. Yeah. Thank awesome. You. So kind of introduce, introduce our listeners to Bobby. Like who is Bobby? Mm. Well, let's see. I don't even know how to begin. I can start with my Jesus story, kind of. Um, I was uh, raised in church um, when I was 12 years old. I accepted Christ as my Savior. Um, not fully understanding that, um, didn't have a lot of leadership in the youth and things like that to lead me through prayer, lead me through scripture, uh, where I grew. And then I went through high school, um, made some wrong choices there and, uh, Surely not. Yes, I did. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yes, well, my D group didn't either, but anyway, <laughs> it was a shock to some of them. But, you know, we all have a past, mm-hmm. and thank thank you, Jesus, you know, that yeah. he just erases all that, and you can start anew and change, turn yeah. around. And so from those wrong choices, um, I, um, I, I got myself into some situations that were um, not good, and... Uh, one of my uncles, actually, he was not my blood uncle. He was married to my dad's um, sister. Uh, he picked me up and uh, just really helped me get back on my feet and talk to me about the <laughs> Lord and just first one thing and another. And um, I made, I started making right decisions. And he um, was right there with me all the time. Um, I think it's just so important to have somebody like that in your life that mm-hmm. um, tells you you do have a purpose. Right. And you were still in high school at that time? Uh, or, or I know. I had out. already gotten out of high school. Um, and like I said, uh, I was on my own for quite a while making very bad decisions. And uh, he just had faith in me and um, you know, just lifted me up to where um, I, I knew that I could um, pull myself out of this mess 
that I was in, and um, he just loved on me and his family, my aunt, and then I ended up getting a job with him watching his kids for a while, and then he helped me get a car, just first one thing and another, <clears throat> to where I could see that I was uh, at one time listening to the wrong people, not uh, depending on God to get me through things, and so um, I ended up in church, um, going by myself i have four children four boys uh met the love of my life and i'm not saying that lightly mm-hmm. because awesome. he was the love of my life and so how old were you when um, you met him we were not i was 19 and um yeah and he had that same faith in me you wow. know he mm-hmm. had that same um that just gave me purpose and gave me um the want to to be what the lord wanted me to be too now at that time jerry was not going to church he was working on sunday he had worked at rainbow bakery and they work on sundays um and so i was taking the boys to church by myself and um i ended up um to try to make it as quick as i can because most of you that know me know i chase rabbits right danelle (laughs) (laughs) and so um so uh i ended up teaching in a preschool uh, under the direction of a preacher named uh, Dennis Carricker. And Kevin Daniels was a young man at that time, wow. probably 16, 17 years old. He was the youth uh, lead, uh, the worship minister there, I guess. Oh, that's cool. And uh, that somebody else that God put in my life that said I had purpose. And I started teaching kindergarten in a Christian school for 22 years. And um, then I had to retire to take care of a mother, um, just, you know, the things that a lot of people out there right. have to do. Right. Uh, and then the Moixes came into my life after I started coming to Hera Church. Um, and, man, their language was so different than anything I'd ever been around. And uh, and I, you know, I've got notes here in my Bible that I was going to use, but the Lord is not prompting me to do that. But I was like... Uh, teaching uh sunday school i was teaching bible school i was going to church camp i was having bible study in my home i was doing all the things that uh you know that now that i know were things that i thought would please maybe other people or make me look good i don't know what it was but uh i found out where my identity was i found out what discipleship was when chris moicks asked me about discipleship have you ever been discipled it was like uh don't (laughs) think so (laughs) but anyway uh i started eating the word when he was talking about ingesting the word of god and how it makes you grow and and all the things that go with the words from discipleship that maybe some of you don't understand but it just changed my life dramatically and um and my identity changed to be I didn't even realize my identity was in teaching school somebody mm. say what do you do it's like I teach kindergarten and then when I quit doing that uh it was like what do you do and it was like oh <laughs> I don't know what I do you know and so um I started started studying on that and uh, my identity changed my identity is in Christ and Christ alone and it has to be because gosh you know if you try to do things on your own and some of the things and bumps and roads that i've had to go down that the lord's been with me my identity has always been in him mm-hmm. i've always counted on him on everything 
That's cool. So, so I think, uh, do you feel comfortable sharing your age with the listeners? Yes, I actually <laughs> will have a birthday in about four weeks. Ooh, yay. I'll be 79 years old. And the reason I ask that is because I think it's important yeah. for them to, to know that like this happened to you four years ago uh-huh. um, when you realized that your identity yes. was, was not in the Lord, mm-hmm. um, that, that it's never too late to make that change, to, to have that revelation and, um, and to learn what it's like to be a disciple of Christ, a true disciple of Christ that makes disciples who makes disciples. Yeah. Yeah, Um, It's never too late to change your mind. Right. Right. Well, and, and, you know, uh, he was my savior, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but when you start thinking about him being the Lord of your life, I mean, he, that has to be, he has to be that priority uh, for it to work. Because if you try to hang on to it, you're just straddling the line and it never works out. And um, you just have to give completely over to him. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Mm -hmm. My decisions would be, I've made decisions even since then, you know, we, it's, it's, um, it's easy to, to, uh, have him in your life but it's also hard sometimes because you just are not depending on him and um and when it goes that direction you can get yourself in trouble pretty quick yeah and, you know especially if you you know people are looking to you to give advice or, or your grandkids are watching you just anything that in your life um you if you don't speak in truth those babies are going to say it right yeah, away they will mm-hmm. they're very attentive so well and your your walk has been that's definitely trickled through your family you know with your sons and um one of your one of your boys is a pastor and yeah. um your granddaughter comes to our church and she's mm-hmm. amazing so that's yeah. you've been a good example for your family so so i when as you were talking about uh I was reminded of Psalms 127, where it says, unless the Lord builds the house. So it's, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Mm -hmm. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late Mm -hmm. to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. So that that made me think of that. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. That's, That's pretty accurate. Yeah, waking up early with the Lord is good. Yeah, waking up early without the Lord is, oh. well, there's... <laughs> and that happens. <laughs> it yeah, does. It does. It does, for Those sure. Those days are not the best. So you were discipled by Rachel Moikes. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of tell us what that was like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sweet Rachel. If you can. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's hard. Yeah. Real hard. If we need to skip it. We no, can skip it, it. No, it's okay. okay. Um, I no, I prayed before I came here, and I want uh, the Lord to get honor and glory. So, yeah, I was, uh, Rachel was the first um, mama to disciple us uh, at Hera Church, and uh, I wouldn't, I could not understand what in the world she was choosing me to be in her group for, and uh, because... I was old. <laughs> they were all young, young babies. And um, so, uh, you know, it just, I, I was scared in a way and I was proud in a way. And, and it was just like, um, you know, I knew I was, when I say proud, I knew I was going to learn a lot from her. Mm-hmm just being around her i knew chris and rachel i didn't know them but they had been in my home 
uh, on a, a couple of occasions, two or three occasions, uh, staying with me before he became before they came pastor, um, because the Lord has blessed me with a beautiful home that is um, like three bedrooms, and there most of them are the two of them are empty most of the time, and so. Uh, it was just a perfect opportunity for me to ask them to come and stay, you know, when they were here in the city visiting. And so um, I, that's how I learned about discipleship. And Chris was kind of asking me a few things about it. And I was like, I don't know a thing about what he's talking about. But I'm so glad that um, the Lord put them here at Hair Church. Um, Rachel was an awesome um, discipleship leader. Uh, she she was soft i think sometimes but she knew how to be hard with us too because many times i would talk to her on the phone or go over and you know tell her i can't do this i can't do that and finally one day she said you know bobby this is not about you this is about the lord and it was like oh okay and i use that a lot today because i have to say that sometimes too and and uh it's like mm-hmm, yeah there you know i'm gonna have to learn to push a little bit more now because she just she just reminds me all the time um with my group that sometimes i don't push like i need to with them and um so yeah i just loved rachel and uh, she has just left a legacy with me um i talk about her quite often to people that don't even know who she is or who are you talking about and i try to explain to her and and it's just hard to explain rachel Mm -hmm. because she was such a unique person and um i was just very blessed that um that i did get to get it be in her group that's awesome not very long before she passed away i called over there no i text her and I said, Rachel, do you have just a few minutes for me? Can I come over? And she types back, yes. And I said, I'll be there. And I meant to write 30 minutes, and it went 39 minutes. And she said, <laughs> oh, you're very precise. <laughs> <laughs> so she was so, I loved her. She just was so lovable. She's, and she's pretty awesome, yes, that's for was. sure. Yeah. Um, I think that anyone that got to meet her, even for just a few moments, like was immensely blessed by her. Um, there's a story I like to tell about, um, I actually had invited Rachel to go to lunch with me one time. Um, and we, we went to Panera Bread and then by the time we were done, have I told you this story, Lauren? By the time I was done, um, this is before I had made Jesus Lord. So this is summer of 2017 when I came home and I told Travis, I will never have lunch with Rachel Moikes again because she can (laughs) see right through me. Like, like it was, I felt so much conviction Mm. about having lunch with this woman. And like, she asked, she's like, how can I pray for you? And I, I I didn't have a response to that. Like I, in my walk, like all, like, I just wanted to get away. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to see that, that I'm a sinner. Oh my goodness. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. And then we, we became good friends after that. So, um, yeah. Can I share one more thing? For sure. So we had a D group at my house for a long, long time. And then, um, she, we had a couple of times we went up to the church, I believe it was, but we have had a D group with her, with her laying in the office on a couch, sick. She was so sick that she would be there and we'd be in there discussing and she'd say, you can do it. You know that. <laughs> and somebody would say something. She'd say, that's not right. No, no, no. And she'd just holler back. And so she do, was in a different room. And she was in, yeah, she was in like where Jenny's office is. There was a couch in there and we were in the, 
the study and uh, yeah sick as she could be and just show up every time and that just built such pillars of yeah. faith in me mm-hmm. well that's because she truly believed it's not about her it's yep. about the lord yep. like that she, she lived, lived by that, that. yeah mm-hmm. for sure so when, when would you say you had that aha moment? So Jesus was savior, but when did he officially become Lord? Oh gosh. I, you know, um, I don't know. There were so many things that were happening at that time. You know, um, I, don't, um, I was asked several times because I was on the pulpit committee to, to, uh, speak in front of the church, you know, and it would be like, uh, uh, one of you men can do that. <laughs> I don't think that's where a woman should be doing things like that. And, you know, Chris was talking about authority all the time. And, and it was like, I could just see so many areas in my life that I was lacking in the authority that God gave me to do things. That's just like coming here. I was nervous and I asked my data group to pray for me, but there's nothing that I would not do for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so that happened probably, um, not even a year after Chris came that I started seeing uh, all these light bulbs go off of areas that I was thought I was secure in the Lord and mm-hmm. I wasn't. And I just started, um, you know, just picking them out. Just uh, The Lord was just showing me scripture. He was just, I'm a, you know, when we talk about listening to the voice of the Lord, it, it was just showing me scripture that no one was giving me. It would just bounce out on something and it would be like just, hammered down so solid in me that i knew that he was not my my lord he was he was my savior but he was not number one in my life and and i was not studying uh deeply like i do now you know i can i i tell people all the time they say they don't understand the word but i think a lot of times and this was me uh, I try to read a chapter. Oh, I've read a chapter, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what I read, mm-hmm. but I read a chapter. And so, you know, you can read one verse in the word of God and you can eat that verse and stay on it for an hour. And it takes you to Matthew from Matthew to Luke. It takes mm-hmm. you here. It takes you there. You're taking these notes. And before you know it, you've been sitting there with the Lord for over an hour, maybe yeah. two. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, it it was probably about a year after Chris came that I, that I discovered it. And then people started saying that they saw a change in me and then it was like, what was I like (laughs) (laughs) before? What was it before? You know, and and most of them were, uh, relatives. Yeah. You know, people, uh, it's like, I, I see. Was it a po- just, in a positive way? Yes, yeah. it was in a positive way. It was like more patience, more uh, spending more time listening to someone talk about something, mm-hmm. um, not about me. Like Rachel said, it, you know, I, I tried to learn to listen more. Um, oh my gosh, I could just go on and on um, about the changes that the Lord showed was showing me that I needed to change in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to do some apologizing, you know, apologizing to, to even my children, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I, I've th- always thought that my relationship with the Lord was where it needed to be and it wasn't. And so, yeah. How cool is that though, that it, it doesn't like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. There's always more to no. learn. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that's the thing. Like you said, you know, you thought that your relationship with the Lord is where it was supposed to be. Like, I don't know that it ever yeah, is never where right. ideally it's supposed to be. Like exactly. it's, it's, it's constant sanctification and, mm-hmm. and progress, you know, and sometimes regression. Um, and then we have to I make more progress never regression. <laughs> <laughs> for some people. Nah. Yeah. You know, it is. So is, is that what your buy time looks like, Bobby? Is it you get up in the morning or, or oh, yeah. anytime and, yeah, my dog's gonna be quoting scriptures for long. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there with me every morning. I have a routine when he I get covered. up. Yeah, and he's in there with me every morning. You know, I spend. Um, I now I'm not going to say that I don't skip sometimes uh, because I do, but it, it's usually because of something that comes up that I I have to take care of, and if that happens. I usually don't get back to that abide time because the day just goes on. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But, yes, I get up early in the morning, and that's where I head. Yeah. I grab that cup of coffee, and I head right to my office, and, and I sit in there and study. And, and my office is pretty wicked looking. It's like uh, somebody probably needs to come in here and clean this all these scriptures. I've got <laughs> stuff all over where and people that I pray for and stuff that's like cool. that. It's, yeah, my um I just wouldn't start a day without prayer and speaking to the Lord and listening to him. Yeah. What he's got to say. So what does your D group look like? Oh. How many ladies do you have? Have six. Woo. I have six group. ladies. I had seven. And uh one left early, uh, early on. And um, you know, that bothered me for a while and then the Lord just showed me uh, it's just a teachable moment mm-hmm. for me yeah. and for the girls, the six girls that are left. And um so there's always good in everything that happens if yeah. it's if it surrounds the Lord. So, so we just went on. I've got oh my gosh, I've got six fabulous girls that um, they don't like me to say this, and I don't like to say it sometimes. But getting ready to release them probably in two weeks. Oh, well, how long have you been together? Uh, almost two years. Oh, <laughs> so it's about time. Yes, yeah. it is way over time. And uh, but we've had you know some things. I don't like excuses, but we did have had some major things happen with some of the ladies. And something just recently has kept one of my ladies um, from uh, not getting to come as often as she wants. So hopefully she's there tonight. We do meet on Thursday oh, you nights meet tonight. Uh-huh. Cool. And uh, so they're going to be there. Um, waiting on me to come oh. home they're gonna be there in my house well, i'm glad that they're willing to be and patient so, for you oh yeah they're a great group of ladies and um the, some of them have um already received um you know commitments from uh, other ladies mm-hmm. and so my group right now is um now i am the oldest one in the group still <laughs> probably always will be and um and the rest of them are in their like uh, 50s 60s and uh but they they love the lord they're hungry for the lord um they're willing to get up and and learn to, you know to mm-hmm. to teach and that's what we're doing right now we're just reviewing uh going over some of the uh charts and the the uh shapes and things like that and uh, some of them get up there real bold and some of them are still kind of like i was and it's like mm-hmm. I remember what Rachel said, and I say it to you guys all the time. It's not about you. <laughs> that's your. That's your. Yeah, that's motto. my go-to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might have so, to start using that. Yeah, it's good. That's, so that's a good defense mechanism for shepherds like me. Like yeah. Them. 
But I think uh, if things go well, we're, our out is going to be go to Ardmore, and uh, my sister-in-law's there, and she, actually, I did a what we call a circle on her because of some of the things she was saying on me uh, to me when I was taking her home one day, and so um, she, I found out that, you know, she just needs to uh, start a group of her own, so we're going to go down there and disciple her, disciple her and about four other ladies. Uh, in her neighborhood That's and cool. uh, wow. kind of start we're going to start with maybe a bible study because uh, they don't understand just getting know, getting them to just abide to get them yeah. in the word yeah. uh, some of them are not comfortable praying and they're they're her she's my age so yeah it'll be good yeah and so we're going to truck down there maybe once a week and try to get that done for That's our cool. out which is going to yeah. happen after release so it is yeah it's it's going to have to work out that way yeah because of different circumstances yeah. that's going on so whatever we're excited about it whatever that, that is cool it's fun teaching people how to mm-hmm. abide and sit with the lord that's super that's fun. So you've been, is this your first group? This is your first group. This right? is my first group. So I'm assuming that, the, that you had some fears going into leading your first group. Now she remembered that authority she had. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I did, you know, and I, I, there needs to be a little bit of that, you know, don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you're handling, you know, things of mm-hmm. the Lord. Yeah. Well, and you're going to be in the word more. Right. Um, so uh, I don't know. I guess I could say to to those my group and and anyone that's getting ready to start a group, it's it's a very um, rewarding thing because if you are the leader, you're going to be in the word even more because you're going to be yeah you're going to be studying and um, listening to the voice of the Lord. Um, it, it's just I love discipleship. It's just brought me closer and closer, and uh, and like Lori said a while ago, you know, till you're home with Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. it's not over. That journey's not over. You're just walking, Continuous walking toward Him and getting closer yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. Plus, you've gained sisters out of the mm-hmm. yeah out of the process, yes. which is always fun. Spiritual family is the best. So that we we talk a lot about in here about the L the L two moment. Like, have you had? A significant L two moment where, like you, you, the Lord has walked you through something while you're leading these women. Died a million times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Is it that what they say? You die a million. Yeah. Die yeah. a million deaths. It's real. When you're a leader. Um. I I you mean with my girls for me yeah. significant just for yeah yes. for you really and uh, so I like have something already, maybe the Lord has taught you through yeah. through leading. Uh, I have talked to my girls about this, and so they know I probably will bring up some things, and they're okay with it. So because what's what goes on in D group stays in D group, right. but um, because they have come so far with the Lord, uh, they do not mind me sharing some of these things. But one of the things that uh, is actually ongoing right now is. Um, one of the girls uh, was having trouble in her home. And um, we actually, it was like we were doing our Jesus stories, telling, you know, our Jesus stories. And uh, she starts telling about all these things going on at home and what's happening and all the, you know, first thing and first one thing and another. And, and somebody starts, we haven't even, I haven't even taught the circle. <laughs> 
So, yeah. so that was kind of like, oh, well, where do I go from here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I started explaining to him, you know, you never give advice. You always give scripture. Give the word. Mm-hmm. Give the word. And so one of the ladies starts giving the scripture and the person that that is uh, sharing her story, I'm looking for her to bolt any minute and run out the door. And um, she almost did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she fi- she sat down and, and we started pouring scripture into her. And um, she did, we did a circle. I taught the circle that night. Mm. And um, she came up with a plan and she's worked that plan. Now she stumbled and 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 fallen and we've picked her back up and give her more scripture and but as of today and i'm hoping she doesn't care if i share this because she'll probably share this tonight anyway um she was actually going to leave and we prayed she came over day before yesterday and we sat in my office and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed for her husband and she went back and she was going to have a talk with him and the lord already he showed up with her husband before she ever got home Aww. and uh, yeah he has uh, his whole heart has changed and we're just going to continue mm-hmm. praying for him because he doesn't uh he, he has said he's uh, made a profession of faith but he has not had anyone pouring into him mm-hmm. he hasn't read his bible prayed or anything like that to um to really gain um uh, how much god loves him and that god does not hold his past against him and so she's she's going to do that has been doing that and that's what i mean her unconditional love for him and her staying connected, uh, us feeding her scripture, I think it's all helped. It's it's hard um, when you're going through tough things like this to push against yeah. them when you're not walking in their shoes yep. specifically. And uh, most of the time, you know, the Lord gives you uh, things in your life that you can tell someone, I know what you're going through. And uh, so this was a difficult thing for us, and uh, we just love her so much that that the Lord has worked on her. And she's yeah. she speaks truth. I mean, you know, she tells you when she's getting tired, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much longer. And I love her for that, being honest. Yeah. But that just gives us more uh, scripture to yep. to feed her yeah. when she says things like that. So. That would be one of them. Yeah. And isn't it cool, though, that even though you didn't know what she was going through personally, um, because you're attached to the vine mm-hmm. and you know how to intercede mm-hmm. for her and her husband, yeah. that you were still able to really fight for her. Yeah. That's really neat. So that was early on in in group. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was. That's so early. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good. So, Yeah. So as far as going back to, to walking with Rachel, um, what do you think the biggest transformation was for you? Like, I know that you've talked about, um, like you started eating the word, like you started spending more time with the Lord, um, more intentional time, not just how many chapters can I get read today, but, but like, Mm -hmm. like literally sitting in the scripture, but like outwardly, like how did your behaviors change? Like, what did that look like? Like I know one of the things you also had said that was your your family was mm-hmm. like you're they've noticed that you're different. 
I don't know. You know, I didn't realize that um, until they started speaking it that, you know, I always felt like that I um, was fair and uh, spoke truth and uh, just a lot of things that we learn in discipleship. But I, I realized I didn't speak truth a lot. You know, I spoke what sometimes they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Um but when you talk about speak truth, you have to speak truth, and you have to do that tough love. And um, and would you know? I don't want the Lord to speak to me any other way but truth. And so you learn from Him, you know how to, you know, from His characteristics of mm-hmm. what He does, how He loves, how He serves. You learn from Him. You yeah. follow, follow. Well, that in reminds his me. There's a there's a scripture in the Old Testament that talks about like if you see someone stumbling, mm-hmm. and you don't warn them then mm-hmm. their blood is on your hands. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's something I have to constantly remind myself of because I am a super high shepherd. I'm like, oh, I don't want to tell you the truth no. because it's going to really hurt. But it then could be fun. They're just going to be like, listen, you're a sinner and you're a sinner. <laughs> What's your sin? Right. I can't see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And that is one thing Rachel brought out to me is I had to work on my shepherding. Yeah. So, you know, she was like, you've got to work on that. And, you know, it took me a while to understand that, um, being a shepherd because you know we're supposed to be this you know huggy huggy yep. huggy huggy person yep. shepherds and yeah. make everyone uh, smile mm-hmm. make sure everyone is happy so and and i just i keep learning new things all the time it's just i learn from the girls that uh, i'm discipling i learn from them and um and you i i think one of the most important things to me is um I remember where I was, mm-hmm. and when I see someone like that, I know how to speak truth. Wow, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, you just said that you learn things from the girls that you're leading. I think a lot of times we have this misconception that the leader knows it all. Knows it all. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, my girls, <laughs> we always just wing it. Right? Yeah, exactly. And I don't think I've met a single D group leader that that would sit here and say that that they don't learn anything from the women they walk with or the men yeah Mm -hmm. i think so too yeah Yeah. i think that's awesome i'm so excited you're here by the way (laughs) even if you're gonna cry it's okay crying is good it's cleansing for the soul it is i cry cleansing for the soul (laughs) yeah so you guys have group tonight what are you doing tonight tonight they're teaching oh they are so mm-hmm. do you have women set to teach certain things or do they get to pick what they want to teach nope i just call on them you do mm-hmm. oh just randomly mm-hmm. oh man I, that happened to me in d group one night and i was like i completely went blank i don't remember oh it was the putnam circle and i was like well <laughs> that one's kind of a big one did you hey, get to use I your can, notes no huh but i could tell you now what is on that putnam circle wow yeah. well i it, didn't do that to my women yeah i don't know <laughs> it seems like that um you know these girls want to learn and that's the best way mm-hmm. to learn it is yeah is to get up and um and, and i do have two uh teachers in my group one is a teacher and one is um uh she was the cheerleader coach oh yeah at Hera. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Vicky Hunt. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't know that. You, I didn't know she was in your group. Yes, she is. And, and then, she's just recently retired too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
uh, yeah, I have a unique group of girls. Mm-hmm. So, but isn't it neat how the Lord knit you all together? Mm-hmm. That's the that's cool. Take the most random people, and somehow mm-hmm. they all just become. They're all different parts of the yeah. body. Yeah, working to yeah. be one. And you know that when we talk about people of peace, that is something you know that uh, that the Lord showed me too. Is that when you. Uh, are firming in your prayers with him about this and your eyes are swiveling around and you're watching for those people and just waiting for the Lord to put them in your face. If you're truly believing he'll do that, he'll put the right ones in your yeah. in your uh, face. Even though one did leave, yeah. that was the right person. You walked out your obedience. I yeah. was never, uh, never thought it was wrong. Yeah. I always thought that the Lord led me to her and she was led to me. Yep. And for some reason, I don't know why, uh, it didn't work out, but it was a very teachable moment for mm-hmm. me and for the the ladies that I teach. So That's cool. And just pray eventually she'll yeah. get back on track. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, there, I'm there right now. Like, where, Lord, where's, where are these people of peace? Can you put them, can mm-hmm. you put them in my face? Mm-hmm. I think they're there. I think I'm scooting some over. I'm like, <laughs> hang on, I can't see. Yeah. Uh, I need to see if there's any other ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else is over there? All right. Um, I do have a question about the women in particular. Like, do you have, not like specifics like names, but did you ever have any women that um, you just couldn't get them to abide? Or or they, not that you're ultimately responsible for that, but that just wouldn't well, a- abide. I think uh, just, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest here. Uh, you know, they all struggled with it. Yeah. Uh, every one of them struggled with it. I struggled with it when I was in Rachel's group um, uh, until uh, they, uh, I don't know, they they were quite a ways into it to where, um, you know, it was like they noticed things weren't going smoothly. You know, mm-hmm. they just, like, I mean, you know, you know, they're not abiding. Right. Um, so you you can tell they're not abiding when they show up at your house. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, and they're learning, they're learning that too. And, and it's hard, you know, you can't push them. You can't stay hung over there, you no, know, you hung on to them. them. And, yeah. It's just encourage. Yeah, that's right. Because, and that's what Rachel did with me because I wasn't abiding at first too. Yeah. You know, um, well, I was spending you. time with the Lord, but it, it wasn't the same yeah. as abiding. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't, I wasn't giving him a chance to even speak to me yeah. and, and to listen to him. And, and that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, you can flip the Bible open and read forever, but if you're not listening, uh, and waiting on him to talk to you, then. Uh, so before you were a disciple, did you ever abide or did you like for, like for me, my time with the Lord and I didn't know that there was more to it either. I prayed. That was all I no. had, you know, that's all I knew. So, well, now if you ask my kids, because I tell them, you know, you know, I didn't abide and I, you know, I didn't spend time with the Lord and they go, mom, you've always been reading the Bible or, you know, but that's like I said, that's not the same. Yeah. That's just not the same. You can open it and pretend you're reading it. And and read it and not understand it or apply it. And shut it and not walk away with (laughs) a thing. Yep. So, and I love, um. You know, seeing people's uh, children abiding mm-hmm. and knowing what they're talking about. A- at her church, we take turns in children's men, 
And so, you know, sometimes they'll come around and they'll ask questions of the kids and some of those kids will pop right up yeah. with, with the answer and yep. and uh, they can answer just about anything, <laughs> show you how to abide. Some of the little ones, it's like, oh my gosh, you know. And so and they pouring into those kids. Scripture. And, exactly. Yeah. So I remember long ago, uh, probably, see, Oliver wasn't even born yet when we would come to your house on whatever night of the week. Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we did, but I don't know that we ever opened a Bible. So it didn't eat to look then. And it, I just remember kids playing outside. We all ate, which was, you know, nope. the best part. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we all ate and we all just kind of hung out. I think we attempted to answer some questions and something none of us knew anything about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's fun to see where we were and where we are now as mm-hmm. a church body. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we've Travis and I have hosted several small groups throughout the years. The last probably I don't remember what we years. called them, but uh, we I never think used they were a Bible small groups, they? yeah, which is <laughs> they're like community groups or something like something, that. They're yeah. community groups, and so like I don't I don't know that Bibles were like usually there never. was I didn't even bring one. We would use a one. Bible study like some that someone had Hand written papers. written a yeah. curriculum well, on. Well, I remember yeah. you would you would have notebook a notebook with stuff, and Roland would you know try to lead something, but nobody was ever really engaged yeah. and it just kind of fizzled out yeah. it wasn't of the lord it was so. it was a bunch Try. of community without a bunch of the lord yeah really. mm-hmm. um and it, and it was people that love the lord yeah they just didn't like we were just missing out yeah I think we just didn't know it was it was it was ignorance really yeah you don't know um, what you don't know exactly until someone like chris moikes comes mm. along to the body of a church and yeah. and and reveals it and you know and he had to do it one person at a time you know and then it's another person and then another person and then eventually it's five times five and then 25 times 25 power of multiplication yeah and now it's it's crazy it's crazy awesome that's just that's fun to look back and think about then and now well we um are very happy that you could come and join us today uh and we swapped weeks on you so i'm really glad that your schedule was flexible me too But um, that's, that's twice we swapped weeks on her. I, it is, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, it worked out. Did it so much better for I, me? Yeah. Good today. Yeah. Well, Sam, super glad you're adaptable and you yeah. can just go with it. I think the, it was the Lord's favor on Bobby. Yeah. To do that, so and Good. then you and I both were available too. So that was yeah, awesome. I know that worked out too. I yeah. feel like I still feel like I'm missing something. Like I had something planned tonight. Oh, really? I'm missing. Yeah, but I. Uh-oh. I don't. I guess I'll find out about seven o'clock. Yeah, it'll, it'll come around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come would, around. Would you want to pray us out? I would love to pray you out. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for this day, and we thank you for your presence here with us today. And uh, I just want to ask a special blessing on this podcast and and the people that are making it happen, Jeremy and uh, Lauren, and um, yeah. <laughs> and I just thank you that. Um, you speak to us all the time and that you have taught us to listen to your voice, Father, and what a blessing it is to know that you're in charge and that we don't have to worry about things, that we can just put those things in your lap and you take care of them, and and uh, we just love you so much for that. Thank you for uh, them asking me to be here today, and I just want to give all honor and glory to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again for joining us. Grace and peace. Yes, grace and peace.